0: Welcome to KSL Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some cafecito. I'm Yvette Cruz.
1: And I'm Joel Caranas.
0: Thanks for joining us. We're talking gun violence and mass shootings today because it happened again. Yeah. The most recent mass shooting took place November 8th in Thousand Oaks, California, at a country music bar on college night where 12 people were killed by gunman Ian David Long. Just two weeks before that, 11 people were killed and six people were injured when gunman Robert Bowers barged into a Pittsburgh synagogue. Now, we could go on for the rest of the year and years back. I don't know about you, usual, but I don't feel safe anywhere anymore.
1: I I, I agree. I, I I feel like. I don't know. I don't I feel like it used to be you can go out and you can go to the mall and you can go that and you felt for the most part pretty safe unless an accident, you know, vehicle accident, you know, things like that, but now like I don't know, I can go to the mall and something might go down and it's just kind of I never had to think about that as a kid.
0: Yeah, and I remember I remember hearing about Columbine as a kid or as a teenager too. Like I I remember hearing about it a little bit and it was scary to think, yes, this happened in a school and you know, you're at school and so it's scary, but at that time it seemed like it was one of the only like it was Columbine. Columbine was the one that people referred to. Yeah. And and it wasn't like all this other stuff, you know? Yeah,
1: and it was so shocking because I think that was nineteen ninety nine and I was in high school. I was barely about to enter high school. I was in eighth grade going into high school. (laughs) And yeah, it was so shocking, so stunning because especially for people their people are age. They're you yeah. know whatever the hell they are, sixteen or seventeen year olds, and to think that they can do something like that and and it just now don't get me wrong. There there were school shootings technically before nineteen ninety nine, of course. Right. I, but, don't, I don't
0: remember them right. and I don't remember hearing no, about them. But yeah, yes, I don't you're right.
1: Yeah, it. I I don't remember them either. But I just I know I've read a lot of stories about it and people just are just running there were sh- school shootings in the sixties and in the seventies. They just weren't necessarily. What we see, unfortunately, nowadays or after Columbine, that so many multiple casualties yeah. um, and after Columbine, it just kind of felt like I hate to say, it, but it just felt like it just began to roll one after the other and call it copycat, call it whatever you want to. But then we had ones that were just even just more horrific. And I mean, they're all horrific, but yeah. it felt like things like Sandy Hook was just, uh. I don't know, that felt like it was to me, it, it felt like a, just a tougher blow. Yeah. You know, I think it's just because it involved younger children. Right. You know, it wasn't teenagers. And I mean, any life loss is obviously terrible. But we're talking six-year-olds or seven-year-olds, whatever it yeah. was, the age, and it was it's terrible. And I don't want Americans, including, like, ourselves, to be numb to it because I know that's what a lot of people say. A lot of people yeah. say, it happens so many times now that I'm just numb to it. If we become numb to it, that's we're a big never problem, fix
0: it, yeah. right? And I think sometimes what because we work in news and so we're covering a lot of it, and and I know we're not numb to it, um, because because we know that these are people. But I think what makes it more, at least to me, what makes it more of an impact is that is just the different places hearing about what happened. So I remember thinking about Columbine and thinking, okay, well that happened in a school, but you know now you know because I think I was like nine or ten when that happened. Or eight, I don't, I don't remember. But I was very young, so I don't remember hearing about it at that point. I think I remember hearing about it when I was a little bit older. Then referring people would refer to Columbine, and then things like, do you remember the the shooting at the theater? The um, I think it was in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, when there was the I think, was it one of the Batman movies? Yeah, it was yeah. one of
1: the Batman ones that came. That out.
0: one also like hit me really hard because I'm like, that's a movie theater, and I I still go to the movies all the time, but I I look at the exits like I I'm watching people come in because I think you know you just you just never know anymore it already happened who knows if it could happen again and then you hear about things happening in churches and malls and and bars and clubs and just like anywhere and it's it's sad because it's like no place is sacred anymore if people if kids aren't safe in school and people aren't safe in church and like nobody's safe anymore like nobody's safe at a work party nobody yeah. is it's it's terrifying
1: yeah and you know for me just listening to, like you said, we're in this business, and and we 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 kind of have to hear about it, and and we we have to hear about the details and things like that. But I, I I don't know the the what I'm getting. I guess tired of. I guess I'm 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 beginning to just get tired about this whole debate about. Obviously, there's always going to be the debate of gun control. That's always going to. That's probably never going to go away. Let's just be honest. That's probably just not going to. It's not going to go away at least anytime soon. Maybe one day, but. It is like I understand. It is a very complicated issue. It is very tough. And it's not, you know, one party against the other. It's a it's it's an it's an everybody issue. It's not a Republican issue. It's not a Democrat issue. It's it's for everybody. I I don't know. I'm just getting tired of this idea of just like, okay, what can we learn? Okay, we will learn from it. We'll imply it next time. Like, like, it's just like, okay, we're just going to wait until next time. Like, yeah, and, and
0: this, these, these, um shootings that I just talked about, they were two weeks apart. So, I mean, there's no, next time could be tomorrow. Next yeah. time, I mean, why even wait until next time is what I don't get. And, and I, I, I get why people, like, I mean, I'm trying to get why people are so, against gun control you know people who are very very much for the second amendment and and don't i I get it they don't want their rights stripped away and and i don't i don't think that's what anyone's trying to do personally i don't think they're trying to take your like it's not a gun ban it's gun control yes and if you really cared about lives of other people wouldn't you be a little inclined to to at least try some of these some, some of this control i don't know i just i think people's lives are at risk and and
1: do you think it's kind of a pride thing? Because it's like I'm not I'm not going to move on my stance. It's, it almost Maybe. feels like that sometimes. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it almost feels like I I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move from what I what I believe. You know, I'm not even going to try to compromise. I'm just going to keep rolling with what I with what I believe in. And I feel like it's in both sides. It's right. not just on the side that favors that doesn't want gun control. It's not necessarily their fault i don't want to say that because i feel like a lot of times and this is the quote unquote media will always kind of focus on well what's the nra doing and what's that like given they they have their faults or whatnot but it, it's it it's an everybody issue it's not just an nra issue either as well and i'm not here to try to defend the nra like i have my own opinions about it yeah. you know but at the same time I can't be that ignorant and just say that it's all just one group's fault or it's all a yeah, Republican fault or it's anything it's, like that. Yeah, no. It's
0: not, like you said, it's an everybody issue. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it, if it's talking about human life at some point, then yes, it's an everybody issue. But yeah, I think maybe it, it could be a pride thing, but it, it could also, yeah, it's, it's, we were, most of us, I guess, in, in this time, we were born with these rights. And so, yes, I would also feel very attacked if somebody tried to change the First Amendment, you know, if somebody right. tried to, to mess with my rights. I mean, I also have the Second Amendment rights. Like, I, I get that. I'm not a gun owner, by the way. Um, I, yeah. I, th- I I have. I I'm a woman living alone, and so yes, I have thought about having one for my protection. Um, but I haven't done it, and and I, I know people who who do. They they own guns for their protection. Um, none of the people that I know, I think that own guns carry them out, like you know, right. you know, out and about. Like it, mm. it's a protection thing, and you know, or maybe they you you feel safer. I, I don't know. Um, so, so I can get that. I, I, I like that. I have the right that if I wanted to purchase a gun for my safety, that I could do that. I, I'm not trying to change that. <sighs> but yeah, I guess every time another shooting happens, I wonder, yeah. would gun control fix the issue? You know, people have also well, mentioned it's a mental health issue that you know we need yes. to address mental health in this country. Um, also, sometimes you know I don't want to I don't want to victimize the or I don't want to like the Something that people should know, because I think sometimes people forget certain media outlets don't give the shooters, the gunmen in a lot of these issues in like in a lot of these um, situations, they don't give them a lot of coverage. <laughs> and and I know like we at KSL are on that side and we do it because we don't think they deserve it in a sense. You right. know, we're focusing on the victims and what happened. We don't want to tell you as much you know, who this, who, who was this guy? You know, what do his neighbors have to say about them? You know, in certain c- circumstances, we will address certain things. And I know a lot of other media outlets feel the same way. I know some don't and some will focus on the shooter and that may upset the victims and the victims' families, yeah. you know? And so again, it's, it's, it depends on anything. You know what I mean, it depends on, on which media outlet, but I know that yeah so I mean I named the shooters in these two instances but I, I don't want to talk about them and I don't want to victimize and say well maybe they could have used some more love or maybe they could have used some more you know mental health um they could have had help with their mental health I don't know I right. I think I think all of us struggle with mental health if we if we really go down to it but not all of us are shooting up schools or shooting up theaters right and so again I I don't know if it's a mental health issue sometimes it also sounds like it's just a hatred issue
1: yeah
0: and that's not like that's
1: yeah, it's like what happened in Texas. Was it last year with the church shooting? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or, 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 yeah, or was it Charleston yeah. as well? Like to me, that's that was hatred. That was hatred, yeah. and and maybe there was an element of a of a mental health issue with with those individuals. I I obviously don't know, but to me, that's that's more of a hatred thing. And even what we saw, obviously in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh neighborhood, yeah, that was that a novice. was also hatred, yeah. was a, also hatred. and. People would say that nowadays, especially these past few years, we see a rise in that more, yeah. b- because of the political climate,
0: right? People are more open about their hatred,
1: yeah, and and that's and that is scary. Like to me, I find that very very worrying. Like yeah. just the idea, of just the fact that not necessarily that I'm walking down the street and I think somebody's going to necessarily attack me, but it is much more a reality than it probably was 15 years ago, like in 2003. Like mm-hmm. it just like it just feels like that a lot more and. It is, it is, it's uncomfortable. It's something that I don't like to cover. I don't like the fact that we have to cover these things, but obviously we're in this business to inform. Um. So we, we, we do do it. But when it, I just want to get back to the whole mental health thing, because do I think it's important that we need to do talk about it? Yes. We need to talk about the mental health of the shooter. No, like I, I, I agree with you there. Like, no, but I do think there is some element of a, of a mental health, especially when we hear these stories that, some of these people that committed these these horrific acts are former military that are that were suffering from post-traumatic stress and i'm not saying that needs to be an excuse like i'm not trying to say that but i'm gonna put two and two together and assume that there was some sort of mental health issue there now it's nobody's fault that this person didn't get enough mental health Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to say that but we do need to figure something out because there has been a correlation these past few years, and unfortunately, a lot of ex soldiers have taken their lives because of mm-hmm. you know their their mental issues and we see some some of them take out their aggression on other yeah, on other people and obviously taking lives there but I don't know how to address that I'm not gonna pretend to know how yeah, how to address the mental health one, but I do feel like we need to put more focus on that uh as as well as much as we do with the idea of like gun control because i think i hear i don't know about you but for me i always hear a lot about when this happens what's the hashtag that comes up gun control now now i do believe that there needs to be gun control now like that's just my personal opinion but i feel like we need to be doing much more than than just that and just focusing on one yeah and just putting it on one element
0: yeah and i just i think like right now when you're talking about like mental health issues i'm not like, that happens. People have mental health. All of us deal, have to deal with our mental health in some way or another. For some people, it's more difficult. But I think that those people should not be allowed to own guns. Yes. I think that when you mix, and I'm not going to pretend I know a lot either, but when you mix something like something a weapon, something that could kill people, and someone who's not mentally stable for whatever reason, and you, let, you allow them to own something like that, and something that could potentially take a lot of lives like that's that's an issue and and i don't know if that's i think that is one of the things that's come up in in the gun control debate and again with the gun control i will say that i remember even with um one of the other uh, you know unfortunate mass shootings this year was um, at Marjorie stoneman douglas high school in yes. florida um there, yes there's a lot of a lot of those kids came out and said you know they want gun control they don't want thoughts and prayers they want gun control but there was there there are students who were at the school you know who who were there and they are they still want their their um, their Second amendment rights they still they don't want and I don't I don't want to say that I, I, I don't want to like twist my words or anything I don't want to say that they don't want gun control but I know that they still like they, they're on different sides of the issue and when we had, a, a little while later, when we had like the walkout, the, like the students walked out all across the country, yeah. the same thing happened here in Utah. There was a group of students who refused to walk out because they 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 thought that you know that that they 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 wanted to make sure that they were standing on you know I was standing up for what they thought, and they they said yes that these shootings are unfortunate and they they're not for the shootings and they're not for mass things, but they are you know they're for their guns, and so I I get that and I, and I respect them for that because I don't think owning a gun makes you a psycho like i don't think it means that you're gonna go shoot up you know because we've we've had guns for a very long time and and i know a lot of like i said i know people who own guns and they're not shooting anything up and so i don't know it's just it's Uh, all frustrating
1: yeah and and one thing that i see i I see a lot of people especially on social media of course they'll put pressure on politicians they'll put pressure on people saying "We, we want gun control now and something needs to be done personally this is just i'm just gonna speak for myself for me I'm not gonna do that, um, and not because I think it's bad, because I don't see it working. Like, and that frustrates me. Like, I'm personally frustrated because I do see these politicians from both parties mm-hmm. say, yes, we're gonna do something, we're working on things, and then nothing happens. We've been doing this for a very long time. I mean, if, even if you want to count it be, like, in, after 1999, let's just say, That's almost, what, 20 years? That's almost 20 years that we've been talking about the same thing. Sandy Hook was going to be the line in the sand. It was not. The Florida kids, God bless them, they were the ones that always kept saying, that they were saying, we're going to be the last school shooting. And unfortunately, I think it was, was it a week later? Or was it a week before that the Texas one happened? Mm -hmm. And that's that's unfortunate. And now we're having these things that we see over and over again. And, And to me, I'm not trying to put necessarily the whole blame on on politicians and things like that because I think that's too easy. I think there's more elements to it. But to me, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in hearing any politician until action is done. That's just me personally. I'm not. I don't want to hear about we're going to do this or we're going to do this in January or this or that or we're going to talk with the NRA or this. No, like I don't want to hear that. that. But that's just me, and I know some people might disagree. Some people might say, "Oh, it's wrong. you know, it's much more complicated." I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But you know what? Come talk to me when, when yeah, at least there's a some solution, sort of plan.
0: Yeah. Do you think that there will be a solution at some point? I mean, in our lifetimes, do you?
1: Um, I really hope so. I don't think any. I don't think in the next five ten years. How about that? The next five years, I don't think so.
0: So you think, again, like you mentioned 1999, we've been talking about it since, you think we're going to talk about it for a whole 30 years?
1: I think a generation needs to pass. So maybe even, I'm hopeful for five more years, like in five more years probably. So that would be 25 years is probably, as considered a generation, I think. It probably needs a generation of, I hate to say this because it just sounds terrible, a generation of school shootings and all this terrible things seems it seems like it has to pass by before our eyes have opened up and now we yeah. we begin to, to realize common sense needs to win like put your pride any side I don't Republican Democrat independent doesn't matter and we hear a lot about well this doesn't happen in Canada this doesn't happen in England yeah, this happens. doesn't happen in this it only
0: happens
1: like here. like it happens here and that is Well, there's an element, I could see the other side that says, well, that's not necessary too. That is correct. That is not necessary too. There are circumstances, there have been shootings in those countries, however.
0: But as many as there are? Absolutely. As many as there have been this year alone?
1: And, and their gun, their gun restrictions are much more different than they are here in the United States. It is much tougher to get a gun in Canada and in the UK than compared to but Here, even we then, can get at Walmart. Uh,
0: yeah, but even then, like I think about, I, I live, you know, I've, I've talked about this where I lived in Chicago for several years. Guns are outlawed in the city of Chicago, and yet there are shootings, you know, every day, yeah. every single day. It's news when there's not, when it's been 24 hours and there was no shooting at all. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, what, is it...
1: Do you, Sorry, do you feel like the, no, 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 it's fine. Cause this is like to me, and, and thank you by the way for bringing this idea for the table. Cause we originally were not going to do a story this, but unfortunately we've had so many of these shootings or we felt like we needed to, to address the issue and let the people know kind of what, how we feel. And, and I don't know, I, I think for me, just seeing, seeing these families and seeing just how these lives are destroyed. Like I just, like seeing the coverage of what happened in California and seeing that father, just yeah. devastated. Yeah. It was just heartbreaking. And the sad thing for me, other than obviously the feeling horrible for the fact that he just lost his son, is the fact that we're going to have to see this again. And I say have to because if there, a change is not made, that's what's going to happen. We're, we're not going to be able to stop it unless unless real changes are made. And then, and kind of getting back to your question, I don't think real changes are going to happen until maybe another couple more years. Mm-hmm. I think we need to, we haven't learned the lesson. And I say we because I don't want to say politicians haven't learned the lesson because it's bigger than politicians as well. It's not just about politicians. Mm -hmm. It's about us as a country as well. And it's going to take some time. And you obviously worked in Chicago where we here in Utah, it's well, obviously there are shootings, but in Chicago, it seems like it is much, it's every day. Every day. I mean, can you just maybe just mention a little bit about how, I don't know, hearing that every day and just seeing these families every day having to be, you know, shattered because of violence. And it's like, and I'm sure, at least I like to think, the city of Chicago and their officials were trying their best. I like to think that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I like to think that. But it seems like things, we saw it in D.C. a few years ago. D.C. used to be, well, I hate to say it, but the murder capital and, and things change, but... I don't know. I just kind of want to get your thoughts on how because I, I I live in L.A., but I but it was only for a year. But you live in Chicago for several years and, and, and obviously we're in the business doing this. Just yeah.
0: So, I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, you get numb after a while, but you kind of do. And and working in news over there and unfortunately there's shootings every day. We we a lot of news outlets have to decide which shootings to cover. You know, obviously we're here in Utah. We cover, you know, all the shootings. Unless nobody was injured. Oh, you I know, mean, most of the time we do cover. But And yeah, and there's no capacity in Chicago. I know some of the newspapers will cover every single one. But I will say that a lot of the shootings have to do with gang violence. And that's another thing where we don't want to, at least where I worked, we didn't want to highlight. We don't want to give them glory because some sometimes in some circumstances, that's what they want. They want to get on the news. And so we're not paying any attention to that. So a lot of the times we would cover, um, we, I mean, we knew about all the shootings, but a lot of the times we'd cover them if... I mean, most, actually, like all the time we covered if an innocent bystander was injured or killed or a child, which sad, it happened often. And so the, the, the whole innocent bystander thing got to me a lot. And I remember I lived in an, I mean, all of you, it, it could happen anywhere. I know people will be like, wow, it's so crazy. And it, sometimes people will use those sound bites. It's so crazy. You never think that it happened in this neighborhood. It can happen anywhere. And in Chicago, it does. It happens anywhere. Obviously, it happens in mo, in certain places more than other places. But it can happen anywhere. And so I remember where I lived. It was, a, it was a pretty okay neighborhood. You know, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. I loved it. Um, but yeah, I heard, I heard gunshots one time outside, just on, outside on, like on my street. I was inside, I was at home and I, I, like I heard what it sounded like and I kind of got a little freaked out. And so I checked. I obviously I went online and I checked the scanner because I wasn't working. And I was right. like, yeah, so this, there was a shooting here. I don't think anyone was injured in that shooting. Um, but I think it was like someone was walking and someone was trying to shoot them and they didn't, they didn't actually shoot them. But I just remember thinking specifically that it was a summer day. And I remember specifically that day, which also summertime is the worst time for shootings because they're, they, I mean, in the winter they die down a little, a little bit because it's cold, Mm. but summertime is just, you know, we have in here in Utah, we have a hundred deadly days for car accidents. And over there, you know, it's, it's shootings, you know, there's, there are more shootings in the summer. Um, and so that was a summer day and I remember thinking I, I wanted to go out. Like I wanted to leave my apartment Mm. and get some, get something, get some food or something. And I had been thinking about it, but I was like, eh, I don't really want to leave. And so I just, I didn't end up leaving, but then I heard that. And then I just kept thinking, oh my, like, what if, you know, I had left? And because I, we hear about the bystander, the, the, the innocent bystanders all the time. And so that, that kind of stuck with me. And then just anytime I was walking, anytime, like I thought like this, this could be the day that I just accidentally get shot. Just, you know, you never know. And so I, I would like, that's something that was on my mind a lot because it was just the reality of the fact, like I, I live here and I walk these streets and you just never know because it's happened so many times. And so, you know, sometimes people were shot in, in their window. Like they were at home. One of the stories that stuck with me the most was a little girl. Like I think she was maybe 11. She was at a sleepover somewhere in the South side. Her and her friends were, you know, having a sleepover and, you know, there was a shooting outside. The, sh- the bullets went through the window and shot her and killed her. Oh and That's, and like it's just you know it's it's a little girl having a sleepover with her friends inside a home you know where you yeah. should be safe and and things like that happen i mean the, yeah like and it, ha- it happens often people will get shot inside their homes because the bullet will fly through and and again like guns are outlawed in chicago and so but still, there's so many shootings, and because and and police officers, they'll they'll give an update every month of how many guns were taken off the street. Obviously, they're illegal guns, but they were taken off the street. But still, somehow they managed to get back on the streets, and people just seem to keep dying, and it's it's terrifying. And now, like I know have you you've mentioned, you mentioned before, like how it just seems like people maybe it's a mental health issue, or sorry, maybe it's a mental health issue, or maybe it's just the climate that we're in. But I feel I'm also afraid that people will go zero to sixty in any moment. So yeah. I remember even like thinking, and I had talked about this with a friend a while back, but I remember thinking like something like being on the train when I was on the train when I was like trying to get to work or something, just traveling somewhere. And I was on the train and there would be somebody maybe, for example, this happened a lot, this really annoyed me, but there'd be somebody who was playing their music out loud, you know, with no headphones. And it's just annoying because nobody wants that. Nobody asks you to be the DJ. But am I going to say anything? No, because I don't know if they have a gun on them and right. they just get mad and just will shoot me right then and there. Maybe they won't kill me, but they'll shoot me or maybe they will kill me. You know, like I, I it's something again, you, we had to think about. And because people and, and then now you have people road rage people, you know, road rage used to mean you cut somebody off or you would honk your mm-hmm. horn or you would, you know, almost cause them to crash. Which, all that stuff is bad. But now people just shoot each other. People will yeah. just up and like be, just be upset. You cut me off. Bang, bang. Like that, that's, that's where we're at. And that's terrible. Like you can't make anybody mad anymore because you don't know yeah. where their mental health or their, their, their mental state is or where their anger is and what they're, if, if they're carrying, it's,
1: it almost feels like, it and it's scary to think, it almost feels like we are in, or some people, not everybody, but some people are in revenge mode. Yeah. Like for the littlest things because it feels like now, and this is just my opinion, but this is just what I'm observing. It feels like, it's now, okay, I need to not only, even if they were depressed, let's say, which is obviously very horrible, and I can, I'm hopeful that people can get help if they are. But sadly, it feels like once they made the decision, like, okay, I, I, I feel like I'm, I can't go out myself. I, I'm gonna take people with me. And that's really scary because that's editors, what it feels like. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it feels like. It feels like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not advocating for people to you know to take their lives or anything like that, but oh. it feels like now like people are determined even if they feel like they got nothing to lose that they're gonna take people with them yeah. and that's that's scary because this is and that's when you see people go into malls go into places like that because they're gonna quote unquote take people with them yeah. because of whatever circumstance there is and that is terrifying right. and it's it's our it's our reality and and that's why i I I hope that's why I, I hope within these next few years we start seeing changes because for the next generation for the kids either that are here or for just even the kids that aren't born yet I don't I don't want them to live having to having to fear that I don't know I don't want them to think that well at 9 or 10 years old they think about well we're at the mall but you heard the other day about cuz I don't I don't know I just it's just terrifying it's terrifying that we have to deal with it I say deal with it because I don't know I don't know what the recipe is yet to try to mm-hmm. find success and I just wanted to go back quickly to the idea of like I understand why people are upset at politicians because there's a the money factor as well. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's yeah. not pretend like it's not a lot of people mad at the NRA because the NRA gives a lot of money to to certain politicians to you know for to keep them going. Yeah, keep them going and and pass favorable laws um that's a favorable gun control. Laws, quote unquote, or just favorable uh, laws in, in general, for them. If you're mad at the NRA, we can't tell you who to be mad and not be mad. Like that's your choice. But the only thing that I will say is that it's bigger than just the NRA. And I'm not a defendant of the NRA. That's just me personally. But like I am the not. Only ones to blame. But they are, they are. They yeah, are not the right. only ones to blame. I I, I just want to be fair. Just because I am upset. Like I, I I yeah personally I am upset with the NRA. That's just. But that's just me. That's a on us. That's not KSL. That's not anybody else. That's just me. But I also realize that it's not all the NRA's fault and it's not all this politician's fault or the other politician's fault or it's not it's the right or it's not the left. Like, no, there's a lot of work that does need to be done. I do get encouraged by young people when I do see them out on the streets, when I see the marches, when I see them telling their stories, Mm -hmm. when I see them sharing their stories to politicians, seeing those town halls earlier this year. That was really powerful. Yes. Like I was, I was very moved by them and I, I was so, even though I didn't know them, I just felt so proud. Mm -hmm. Like I just felt so proud of those kids.
0: Yeah. I mean, they were 16, 17, 18 years old. I mean, I think back to when I was that age and that, those, these weren't, these weren't the things that I was worried about as a kid. I was worrying about college or about, you know, my life. I didn't have to worry about my actual life like that. And so I admire them for coming out and, and, and standing up for it and fighting for what they believe in. Um, it's sad because I think about it and I think. You know, obviously now it's something that we think about that this can happen anywhere. You're not safe anywhere, really, because I mean, this happened in a newsroom this year. You know, So, yeah, you're not safe anywhere. Um, But I can still remember a time where you did feel safe. I remember a time where I could go to school, I could go to the mall, I could go to theater and not feel terrified. And there is a generation out there that does not know what that's like. And I don't know what's worse is to remember a time or to not be able to remember a time.
1: You know, my, my hope is that in a future episode, we are talking about how Americans, and it doesn't matter who Americans was, American politicians, American students, American whatever. I, I just hope that in the future we can talk about how we are beginning to see the changes uh, for gun control, which there will be parts of it that I'm sure won't be a 100% fair to everybody because nothing really is a 50-50 split. But we do need to find some sort of compromise and we needed, we needed to find it years ago, right. maybe even a decade ago, maybe even two decades ago, but we are desperate for that. And I don't care which political side it comes from. Like, I know there's certain people feel about certain parties and they feel like, you know, one can take the lead on this or one can do this. Like, I, to me, it doesn't matter because I don't care about political parties in this. This is about lives right. and we need to figure out something soon because I don't want to see Kids, again, keep saying that they're going to be the last school shooting. I don't want to see those parents continue to cry because they ju- they said goodbye to their kid because their kid was going to go have fun. No. Their kid was just going to have a good time. And then now they're never going to see them. And I don't want to hear about people with mental issues that they didn't get treatment. I know I'm asking for a lot. I know we're asking for a lot here. No, we're
0: not asking for a lot.
1: Yeah. We need to take that off the table. We need to take that off the idea that, that this is too much. This is not too much. Is it too much to ask that we want peace? We want peace when we go to the mall, to go to the store, when we say goodbye to our loved ones, that we want to see them again? That's not asking for too much. Let's hope, and for you that listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening for this episode that's, you know, we, we want to send... I know it's the old cliche of saying our thoughts on press, but we really do want to send the best to all those families that have lost lives and not just on what happened in Pittsburgh and what happened in California to everybody that's happened this year and years past. And you can make a difference. It's going to take time, but you can make a difference. But please be also open to listening to others. Listen to the other side and work on a compromise. It's not going to happen with just putting your foot down and saying this is how it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. A compromise needs to be reached you <laughs>